Your whip about to get rockin'. Your smile about to be poppin'. Lit times for your drive, no maybes. Just yes, so release the stress. Carrie and Tommy about to go off. Switching on the Carrie and Tommy podcast means you're about to get a true taste of fun. Tonight for dinner, switch it for salmon with Chasel Tazzy Salmon. It's Tasmanian for salmon. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. This, this is Carrie and Tommy. Yes, it is. Welcome to it for your Tuesday afternoon. How are we, guys? On top of the world. How are you guys? Oh, because you know those days where you just bounce out of bed and you've got a pep in your step. You know those days? Yeah, you haven't had one of them for a while. I haven't had one of them for months, and I'm wondering no, when you... the next one's going to be. Are you going to go to the doctor at some point? Oh. I've never heard a man cough so much. Like, we <laughs> joked about you having the 90-day whooping cough. I think you might have something worse. Yeah, I, I know. And I don't, know, I don't understand why I'm not getting better. I'm strictly having a diet of ginger shots and hot toddies, and they don't seem to be doing the trick. No, you might need some proper drugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think it's time to move away from the ginger shots and perhaps get some antibiotics, you know. How dare you? Ginger is a proven... <laughs> I actually don't he even said... know that it is. It just no. burns my throat and feels At one and feels point, nice. how many ginger shots were you having in a day to try and get on top before you do swim, you, to try and get on you, top of this sickness? Do you want the honest truth? Yeah, the honest truth. I was having eight ginger shots and eight <laughs> beetroot shots a day. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. What was yeah. coming out the other end? But I, I was also having shots. not well, not much because then I was having um, I was doing twenty minutes on, twenty minutes off in the steam room for like I don't know hours. Who has the time when they're sick for that you know, to be their regime? Because I was sitting in Dover waiting to swim the channel. The like UK, I didn't have anything yeah, on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't imagine that world where I'm just sitting in Dover having eight beetroot shots and in and out of the steam room. That's like another world. That's crazy. It was hey, speaking of um, water, I have mm-hmm. a story for you up next good, that I discovered. <laughs> we didn't. I don't think I mentioned water once. Yeah, steam room. It's got water in it, doesn't it? Yeah, it's Dover, steam. you swam the channel. There's so many water references oh, you're there right. that okay. I've latched onto. Yeah. I heard a story from a friend, and I yeah. never knew that my friend did this. What okay. they did in the middle of the night has left me laughing and <laughs> also really feeling for them. And I'm going to tell you that it won't. Okay. Is it? Does it involve water? <laughs> it does involve water. Okay. Okay. Yes, great. I'll tell you next. Carrie and Tommy. For your Tuesday afternoon, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little driving you home. So, you know my friend Romani. Shout out to Romani. Yep. I have known her hubby for a very, 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 very long time. I'm going to take a punt here, Bickers. Yep. Jace. Good job. Thank you. Shout out to Jace. (laughs) Hubby of Romani. Yes, lovely guy. (laughs) Shout out to. Um, (laughs) Why are you talking like Yoda? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I discovered something about him that had brought me so much joy because you know you know when you know someone so well you think you know everything there is to know and all their funny stories you would have heard and yep. I have yep. a story about him on the weekend that is so un him it's brought me joy but I have also wondered if it's happened to other people so um, Romani was telling me about when she had um, her birthday about ten years ago she had. Do we say her name, her age? I mean, is that what someone wants on radio? Well, but what do you mean? Anyway, You've only given away that she's ten. She, she had a big, she had a big birthday party a decade ago. I don't know why. It's not weird. Oh my god! Let's say it was her twenty-first. 
great, 21st, and I was at it, had a great time. And when I left, I don't remember her hubby Jace being worse for wear, but apparently he had a very big night that night. Oh, yeah. And as the night came to a close, she went to go to bed. And he was spewing everywhere. <laughs> and he's not a spewer. And so uh, she said, are you okay? And he'd been spewing for about an hour. And he said, yep, I'm just going to take myself into the, the shower, just get it all out of my system, uh, get clean and fresh, and then I'll see you in bed. Yep. And she, the loving wife that she is, said, yep, great, and then proceeded to go to sleep. She left him to his own devices. She's not going to hang up and watch him spew. What are you, you going know, to like, do? Exactly. Yeah. He got himself in that situation. It's not. It's her birthday. She shouldn't have yeah. to, you know, yes. mop up after him. Yes, it's my party well, and I'll go to sleep while you spew if we. I want to. <laughs> so she goes to sleep. That was about two in the morning. And she wakes up at seven and she's like, oh, where's Chase? And she looks across and Jace is not in bed. And oh. she can she can hear water running. Oh, and no. she's like... Oh, that's oh, no. weird. Maybe he's got up again. He's been sick and he's had to go into the <laughs> into the bathroom. <laughs> she walks in oh, no. to the bathroom yeah. and water, she opens the door and water just gushes, like gushes out everywhere, oh. falls everywhere <laughs> and slumped over in the corner of the shower, yes. fast asleep with his butthole covering the drain <laughs> is Jace. And Jace had been there for a good five hours, oh luckily still alive. Um, and then she heard, Mum, Mum, the kitchen roof. And she came downstairs and her daughter was holding the roof up with uh, a broom um, as the roof caved in because oh. the, the, the kitchen was under the bathroom that he had flooded because his butthole... <laughs> Because, the because do you know what that is? What's That's that? a butt plug. A butt plug. <laughs> and it's just the thought of him slumped over in the shower is just an image I can't get over out of my yes. head. But also the fact that his butt positioned perfectly over the drain yes. of all the places so, yes. he could have fallen asleep. Fully. You know, he would have been saved. if. Do you remember I did a, a thank you when we were over in London to the second hole in the basin? If mm. he was in those things that floodproof them, if he of was in course. a bathtub, they often have a second hole that even if his butt is plugged into Once the Once the water flows over one, the edge, it goes into that little it hole. It goes into that second I hole. I didn't know about until you told us. Yes. Anyway, yes. I don't know what, what the calls should be. Butt plugs f- discuss or oh, um, so, flooding or, I mean, what, the world what, is your oyster, guys, if you're listening. You can what take about, this wherever you want to take this. What, what does that take, story spark for you? How did you find your place? Surely. <laughs> Great. I mean, that's yeah. less interesting than the other options. But 13, 10, 60, <laughs> hey. how did you flood your place? Give us a call. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. This, this is Carrie and Tommy. For your Tuesday afternoon, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. And on 13, 10, 60, when did you flood the place? Yeah, my uh, friend uh, had a big night, went to have yes. a shower to deal with the um, spewing that he was doing, fell asleep, his butt uh, <laughs> plugged the plug and uh, mm. the place flooded and he was woken up five hours later. He's just texted me and informed me that he then went back to bed and when he woke up again at lunchtime, the entire family of like his entire family was in the house trying to mop up and he said because of all the steam in the room, his jeans were completely wrinkle-free though. So that was a, <laughs> that was a win. But we want to know when you did flood the place. Deb, what happened? Uh, I was a teenager and I thought it would be smart to put a stool in the shower and shave my legs, and then I just right. got right into the shower, 
And then the, I forgot about the stool being over the over the drain, and oh. so I was just enjoying myself far too much. <laughs> and then what was the end result? Oh, mum! <laughs> oh, mom. she gave me the spray of my life. <laughs> Did it seep out under the door onto the carpet? Uh, nothing, nothing short of a flood. Yeah. Oh, Deb, I know this is not like, the bit I I should be focused like, on. But well, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I was shaving my legs, and then I really got into the shower, and that was it. <laughs> How far did you get through the leg shaving? <laughs> the whole way. I was oh. just enjoying a break in the shower and just kept sitting on the stool. <laughs> it's a couple of day event sometimes. If you haven't done oh. it for a while, you've got to really, you know, lean in. I mean, I don't know. The only thing, I, you, this may shock you, Carrie, I've, I've never shaved my legs in the shower. Have you I'm never for a, any purpose? waxes. Not for anything funny or when you were pretending to be a cyclist for a bit or anything? <laughs> no, I haven't. I've had my legs, um, what's that thing called? What's like that Epilator? waxing one, but they no. use it, they, they like Nares? keep going. No, oh, not Nairs. That's, that's on not the... a thing anyone gets. That's just what they did to you. What are they what doing to you? Oh, my God. That? It was like the new thing, and then I got to – and I've also had a co-host of mine once um, sandpaper my legs, if you remember that, Karen. Oh, yeah, I do. That was funny. Hmm, uh, Melissa, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> Inflicting pain on you has been a favourite pastime. I know. Um, Melissa, what happened? When did the bathroom flood? Um, so it was my laundry. I was asleep one night. Um, my husband's a truck driver. He was away, and I heard this huge bang. had no idea what it was. I ran to check on my kids and heard water running, opened the laundry door, and my hot water system had exploded. Oh, so it was oh spraying God. boiling hot water everywhere. Oh, oh. Melissa, how, how, why does that happen? Um, I think what had happened was, well, my husband said, the uh, regulator, which is what stops the hot water system from heating, had something had happened to it. So it just kept heating and, um, it, yeah, it, that much pressure inside it that the top of it actually peeled off. Oh, my gosh. So what happens then? It spews out hot water for a bit and then does it just chill out or do you have to just go and turn off the water and then wait for it? Uh, no, so I had to turn off the water that yeah. the inlet for the hot water system. Yeah. Um, and remove everything from the laundry, so the oh. washing machine, everything had to come out. Um, so this is at midnight. Um, and just and the then, smell, like wet stuff for days afterwards. The damp, wet dog yeah. smell would have been so gross. If you're, yeah, if, then, if you're your hubby had, though. Mel, how, how stoked would he be that he wasn't there when it happened? Cause he oh, he have... was so happy. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> that I got to deal with it. <laughs> of course. Hey, Breeze, good on you, Melissa. Breeze's story here reminds me of a story you once told me about some hotel room that you ended up flooding. Bree, what happened? Uh, my partner went to Bali for a 10-day holiday with his family and he got really drunk the night before, woke up feeling very hungover and jumped in the bath in the hotel room. Oh, no leaving his clothes covering the drain on the bathroom floor. And when he fell asleep, it flooded over the bath, onto the bathroom floor and out into the hallway and all through <gasps> the hotel room. Oh, oh, my God. Where was yours, Tommy? Yours was a villa or something, wasn't it? It was an old homestead in Sri Lanka, Carrie. And what it happened, was, Tommy? It was, it was exactly the same as Breeze, instead of it being a, a new hotel room, it had the drainage of a 100-year-old homestead. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy for your Tuesday afternoon. We've got a trip to paradise to give away thanks to Tassal Tazzy Salmon later on. I'm fascinated yes. by the question you are going to ask us all later in the show, Tommy. Is this question you're going to ask because you have done this in a I've, lift? I've done because... it, but, but I've, I've imagined it so many times. Right. And I feel like it might buoy the confidence in me to pull it off one day. 
Right. Okay. I look forward yeah. to that question. What's up yes. next? Yes. But up next, because as you know, our roles on this show are very clearly defined. You bring stories from goodhousekeeping.com <laughs> and I break the real news. There is a yeah. huge news story from overseas that's not yet broken here, but guess what? We're going to break it next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Harry Styles, late night talking for your Tuesday, Arvo. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Because people have been coming up to me in the streets again. What are they saying? <laughs> they say they say the same thing, or a version of Do the they? same thing. Yeah, they're always like. What's Carrie like to work with? They, or, no, they're always <laughs> like, mate, love the show, love the show. Don't get me wrong, but Carrie, all she ever talks about is Kardashians <laughs> and thigh gaps. And out that I haven't seen of that. And thigh gaps. I don't yeah. reckon I've ever spoken about a thigh gap on this yeah. show. And they're like, bro, we need you to. You know, you are the substance guy. We need you <laughs> to break the, the big stories. Carrie always wants to talk about farts and when did they ruin your day and stuff like that. And, mate, we know mate. you are the journalist. That's what they say mate. to me. Mate. Mate. And they grab me. They put a hand on each. me. Mate. They put a hand on each shoulder and yep. they look me in the eyes and mm. they say, integrity. When we know you're the only one that's got it. So bring <laughs> the big stories. Well, guess what? I'm here to bring the big stories. Extra, extra, read all about it. Fresh. You heard it here first. As it was happening. Breaking news. With the big dog. <laughs> now, this is... Um, Still my favourite clip ever from a current affair. Isn't it great? Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is um, this is made news overseas, but not yet here. So, you know, you're welcome. It's a scoop. I might um, have to bring this on the project tonight, if it's good. Well, Jesse, make sure you transcribe it and send it to whoever you do that mm-hmm. to. Um, Ian. <laughs> Don't you want Ian, to send me the article? Hey? Don't you want to send me the article? No, this is I something I just I, yep. I heard. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. This is from Chatter in the Streets once again. Oh, right. Um, Ian spelt I. A-I-N, which I think is controversial. Unnecessary. Yep, yep, I agree. Um, Ian Lucas, 35, he couldn't wait to chow down on his um, his Chinese takeaway with his, his wife and his brother. So he's got them round, and he saw his wife probably there already. Anyway, he's got his brother round, and he thought, <laughs> and he thought who am I going to order from? I know only the best Chinese restaurant in Blackpool, and that is Where's Meiwa. Blackpool? Uh, Blackpool is in Manchester somewhere. Manchester, Some, okay. Somewhere. Yep. somewhere. Maywa. Anyway. Yeah, Maywa. Yeah, yeah, yum. And so he ordered, and then it was taking a little while, and so he confirmed his order like multiple times, right? He rang them and he said, hey, just checking, you know, have you got my order? And they said, look, Ian, with two eyes, you need to stop phoning us. We have yeah. confirmed your order. The sweet and of sour course. beef is on its way. No, well, it's interesting you say that. Pork. The staff Pork. told him, yep. no, don't you want to guess again? Uh, fried rice. The staff told him that his salt and pepper chicken, chicken wings, oh. chips, chicken balls, chips. egg fried rice, noodles, spring rolls, and curry sauce would be there in about thirty minutes. I feel like it's a lot for three people for sure. Yeah, it is. But I mean, we're not here to pass judgment no, on Ian except for his name. With chips. Um, yeah. Yes. Another forty-five minutes went by, and still no sign of the Chinese takeaway from Maywa in Blackpool. So he rang up again, and he told he was told it would only be another ten minutes. And the staff said to compensate him, they would give him free soup. So now he has free soup. Yes. How's that yes. compensation? So now he has salt and pepper, chicken, chicken wings, chips, chicken balls, egg fried rice, noodles, spring rolls, and curry sauce, and a free soup. But guess is what? It, is it sweet and sour, like or hot and spicy? 
they see don't, anyone that's worthwhile. Or maybe the chicken noodle. They don't mention which soup okay. it is. I'm so sorry. Sure. But again, they said it would be 10 minutes. Another 45 minutes. Oh, my God. And he hadn't received a knock at the door. Oh, I know he, he was livid. starving. He decided that his Saturday night could not get any worse. That was that was his pinnacle of his Saturday night, his Maywa takeaway. And he decided it couldn't get any worse. So he drove to the restaurant. Where is it? Devonshire Road. And, um, and he thought, what's going on here? And you, would you believe it? The restaurant is closed. Ian, Ian was spitting chips, not chips from Maywa. He didn't get those. Oh. Spitting imaginary metaphorical chips because the restaurant was closed. Closed so, as in had shut for the night or was never it, opened? It was shut for the night. They'd packed what up. What happened to his meal? Yes, that's what Ian thought. So you know what he did? He contacted his local paper and he said, I was fuming. I was livid. This was all a massive inconvenience. I'm quite a patient person, but my wife, blame the missus, she was in she was in fits. I kept saying to be patient. It'll hangry. arrive. Yeah. It'll arrive. So I feel a bit silly from saying that now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot to write to the paper about that Emil just didn't turn up. What does he want the paper to do? An investigation or yes, they, the paper did do an investigation. And what Guess did they what? discover? That it Food just shut hub early or declined yeah. to comment, and also the staff at Maywa declined to comment as well. Or did so they tell him they'd comment, and then forty-five minutes later they still yes, hadn't heard from still him. Hadn't heard from <laughs> it's good. It's good they one. asked his wife for a comment, and she did. Was they spell in with two eyes. <laughs> <laughs> did they spell his name right in the paper? Yeah, this is all from the Or if they spelt it wrong oh and it's God, is it a misspell? Yeah. This, is, this, is, this is the paper's, the paper's article, which is what I want to know on yeah. 131060. What made you just so livid that you had to contact the local paper about? Give us a call, 131060. Carrie and Tommy. On your radios and the listener app for your Tuesday, Arvo. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. And on 131060, what did you contact the local paper about? Yeah, because this bloke, Ian with two eyes, he had um, his <laughs> wife and his brother around, so it's a big occasion. Ian's got two eyes. <laughs> he, ordered, um, he ordered Chinese from the local shop from Maywa in Blackpool, and it didn't come. And so he wrote to the paper, and they wrote quite an extensive article on it. Uh, g'day, Nicole. Hi, how are you going? Yeah, pretty good. Did you write to the local paper about something? No, I actually rang a McDonald's head office and <laughs> right. left a 10 minute message on their oh, answering Nicole. machine. Amazing. Because their McDonald's that was 24 hours was closed yeah. at midnight. Oh. <laughs> and that's really definitely, that, that deserves. Yeah. That's, what did you want? A double cheeseburger? Oh, yeah. It was this night, and I wanted it. After a girl's night out, I wanted that food, so I was ringing head office, and I asked for an explanation of why it was closed. Nickers, did they send you? Um, did they send you vouchers? Nothing. I didn't hear a word. I thought I even left my name, my phone number. Nothing. No one ever contacted me. Nothing better than just talking into an answering machine message. Like no one's there. And no one probably listened to it, but no. Nicole went on for a good 10 minutes. Especially when you're hammered. Yes, you know, yes. At the end of a yes. girls' night. Like I want my cheeseburger. Yes. I deserve my cheeseburger. I mean, regardless if, if someone's there or it's an answering machine, I reckon they're getting about the same amount of words in when Nicole's on the other end of the phone. Yes, absolutely. Night. And yes. can we give Nicole something, Jessie? Is there something we can give yeah, Nicole? Yeah, $50 she missed chemist out warehouse. Oh, voucher. there you go, Thanks Nicole. Didn't get your cheeseburger, but chemist warehouse voucher. <laughs> good. 
for what a ten minute, for ten what minute happened? voicemail to not even a response. She's not used to having talk <laughs> anyone back. talk back. <laughs> yeah, because Can we take got... the thing back off her then if she didn't even know she got it. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. What are you going to buy with it? I don't know. Give it to Bree, maybe. Bree, okay, sure. do you want a fifty dollars chemist warehouse voucher? Absolutely. All right. Well, give us a good story and we'll see. What's your story, (laughs) Bree? So eight weeks before I was meant to get married, the venue we had got married at decided to cancel. They had a bit of a dispute with the owners. So I took it upon myself and went to the local paper and was front page and ended up having my wedding. Great. Yeah. Pardon? Where did you have the wedding? Back at the place? yeah, I had it at the same place, the same venue I originally booked. I took it to the MPs, the local members, front page, everything. And I was this huge, big article and I found other brides in the same situation. And um, they ended up letting us all have it there. Bree, did they get you all together in your wedding dresses for the photo on the cover? <laughs> no, they should have though, hey. What was, it was, it, what was the photo? Me and my husband. Yeah. Just a photo and exactly what had happened and the dispute and... Um, yeah, it was a big, big article back in my hometown. How did Hubby to... feel about being on the front page? What Did he wear something it. special for it? Absolutely. made the best photo possible so we looked good. Did they, they, oh, because I was surprised. I thought they might tell you to look sad. No, it was a happy photo because I'd won. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, hey, Bree, well, now you've won twice because you've got yourself a – how much was it, Biggers? $50 chemist warehouse voucher, Bree. Coming your way. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Good on you, Bree. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. This this is Carrie and Tommy. Yeah, that's where you're at for your Tuesday afternoon and whatever you're having for tea tonight. Switch it for Tassal Salmon, a true taste of Tasmania, guys. Tassal Salmon is so versatile and convenient. If you're thinking, what would I cook with it, though? Stir fries, tacos, skewers. You could just bake it. Put it in the oven is what I do. I don't even yeah. put anything on it. I just put it in the oven, then I make mashed potato, put it with some broccoli, and there's your meal done. And I didn't have to do anything to the salmon. So delicious. So, so delicious. And so good Get for you it in you, because Speaking um, of that, yeah. what are we doing next? Well, I've got a, I've got a question for the world, um, and I want to know if they've done something that I've thought about doing so often, and I reckon it's only um, the territory for the bravest who walk among us, and I want to find out who those people are, and I want to know their secret to their strength. That's next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Good Tuesday, Arvo. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Because we mm-hmm. used to do a segment on this show called Phone Me My One and Only, and we stopped doing it because none of us understood how it worked. <laughs> it was your idea, and in the end, I don't think you even understood. I had no so idea. So the idea was we find one person that's never mm. done the th- no, that's done the thing, just yeah, one this person. Is why, this is why we So started. we couldn't yep. have multiple people who'd done it because then it wasn't mm. my one and only. Yes. Just one person. Yes. For example, one of the questions was, are you a basketball referee and you work at Foot Locker and have you got your uniforms confused and worn, they look the, the, same. worn the wrong yeah. one? Yes. Now, if one person had called, that's that's what you want. That's but if winning. no one calls or two or three, then yes. that's not phone me my one and only. Yes. And I yes. thought that is when the game would stop, when we would phone me my one and only and we'd find the one and only and we'd be like a sniper to the nation and get our one person. But the game stopped because it confused us so much that we just stopped. Um, are you going to bring it back? It's not, I'm not bringing it back, but I'll be surprised if we get many calls for this. I disagree. Do you? Actually, sorry, no. There's a part of this story that I think perhaps doesn't happen, but I think part of it happens all the time. Okay. So here's what I want to know. On 131060, give us a call 
if you've ever been in an elevator and you've hit the emergency stop button so you can make out with the person you're in the elevator with. So I think hitting buttons of other sorts to mean that it goes up. <laughs> it goes up. Well, I don't know what where what buttons you're hitting, but I'm not hitting the same ones. I mean like number eight or seven or six or nine or whatever, right? Whatever buttons Last you're hitting. Whatever order. buttons you're hitting to try and make the lift go longer, things like that. But I reckon there's not many people that would have gone, I'm going to hit the emergency button to make this lift that's no, go longer. That's no thrill to make the lift just go longer. You no, need I, to stop I didn't it say there was any thrill involved. I'm just saying if you wanted to make out with something, I feel uh, someone I feel like, <laughs> with the buttons, I feel like you'd just press a lot of the ones up the top, wouldn't you? So it goes longer? So, no, but I don't know why. Why would you just want it to go longer? The keys. But wouldn't you, this is what I mean. I don't think that's commitment to a no, cause. But, but if you're hitting the emergency button, you're really like, you're causing distress. Yeah. Is that putting you in the mood? It is for me. If a woman <laughs> looks over at me and hits the emergency stop button, but yeah, yeah, yes. Well, yes. ladies, if you're wondering, how do I get Tommy? There's your answer. Find yourself in a lift with him. Hit the emergency stop button don't, and then don't, don't. watch him freak out. Oh, my God, what's happened yeah, to the lift? I'll, I'll no, I'm doing that roof. thing you said you like. <laughs> He's <laughs> pressing all the buttons, talking to, on the intercom. I'm bleeding well, from my fingernails as I try and pry open the door. <laughs> because I reckon there's going to be a subset of, of calls here, which is the elevator stopped for an emergency stop. You didn't do it. And then you made out with the person. And I'd like to hear from those people as well. Do you, are they people that have met each other or a stranger? Oh, I mean, a stranger would be unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it? Your, your imagine. Mind. Yeah. It, wouldn't that be unbelievable? Hey, how are you going? Yeah. I'm all right. How are you? But you're, you're, you're Pretty assuming. Pretty good. Boom. Emergency that, stop. Anyway, no. what else is going on? I'm married. Boom. Emergency start. <laughs> there is no emergency start. There's a problem with going too soon with the emergency stop. Then you're stuck in the lift with the person that's just, <laughs> you realise oh, yeah. he's and 85. We, and, oh, and we get rescued an hour later and I found out all the information about her, her husband, how lovely he is, how long they've been together. Fantastic. Great. You're counselling her through a tough time. <laughs> <laughs> Should we go take a call now or go yeah, to sure. song? Uh, g'day, Geordie. How you going? Yeah, pretty good. Um, what happened? So I was in an elevator with my partner and we were kissing and everything and we tried to stop the, stop the elevator, which she was telling me, oh, I just pressed the stop button. And I was like, oh, why? And she just did it. So I pressed the stop button and yeah. we started making out and we're trying to stop the uh, elevator before someone else got in. And... Yeah. Um, yeah, the security st- um, stopped us when we got out of the elevator and pulled the police on us. Pulled what? the police on you? What, what do you get charged with? Being hot. We didn't get charged. We got a warning. Oh, you yeah. That's that kind of fine. Of, Isn't that part of the fun? <laughs> yeah. Did you tell the coppers to get their handcuffs out and you could knock off another fantasy while you were there? <laughs> Give us a call. 131060. I want to hear more stories. Have you hit the emergency button to hook up in a lift? Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. And on 131060, have you ever pushed the emergency stop button in a lift to make out with someone? Yes, Jesse. Just to be clear, it's not happened for you. It's just a. No, a, um, I, I'm not brave enough. A dying enough. wish you have. <laughs> yes. Are you saying I'm di- because I'm dying at the moment? 
Well, you if do I, sound like you are. We could, yes. If we could grant you your final wish, is this what you'd like? Yes. Who are you, yep. who, who are you putting in the lift? Well, you Imagine just give if us I, your, top, your top people. We'll go out to probably not A-listers, a but if you go down a bit, we'll see what yeah. we can work out. We'll find okay. a lift somewhere. We'll pop you in, and you can yep. be all surprised when they stop it and say, oh, Tommy. <laughs> I, know, I know how these things work. My, yeah. list, my list is going to start with Jessica Alba, and you guys are going to get me someone from Series 2 of Big Brother, aren't you? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I reckon it'd be a hard stretch to get them. I was thinking a listener, even maybe, you know, listener yep. event. That's a <laughs> listener event. Yeah. Just line up the lift. You know what it happened to? I'd be so embarrassed. I'd think you'd done it, and I would get in the lift going up to the event and be like, "Oh, well, this is it." And I'd hit the emergency stop button. She'd look at me like, "I." Start screaming, I work "Help!" Here. Yes. <laughs> Big J. Oh, Big J. Has it happened to you? Yeah, this happened about oh, two hours ago. Now, this wasn't obviously from make-out thing, but yeah. I was in the lift with about 15 other people in regards to a, a media event that just happened, right? There's 15 yeah. of us in there. We're all crammed in there. We're going up. We're about to go up, and old mate just presses the emergency stop button. I'm like, what are you doing, mate? That's the emergency stop button. He's like, yeah. oh, I wanted to go up. So all these bells and whistles are going off. <laughs> so we had to get out of the elevator and walk up two flights of steps to go to the media Thing that they just had on. Did you? Did you Big think? Big J, about I don't him? believe you. Yeah, it happened two hours. That was for the uh, uh, face-off that Haney and Cambosis just had. No, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> Big I J. love that you call Big through Big J and don't stop. But I definitely don't I believe, believe you, Big you. J. I believe you, Big J. Did was anyone in the lift thinking about making out? I don't think so. It was that crammed? I don't think there would be any. There was barely any room to move. There was like uh, yes. in the elevator. So no. And I, 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 I tell you what. If there's one place you don't want to get trying to kiss someone wrong, it's in a media event for a boxing fight. <laughs> what about Sarah? Sarah, have you ever pushed the emergency stop button in a lift so you can make out with yes. someone? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, um, a manager were seeing each other when I was his employee and. Um, any chance we got, we pressed the emergency lift button. Oh my gosh, this is this is hot stuff, Sarah. Where where? So this, you do you do this at work? Yep. Surely people were sus, like the lifts kept breaking. Oh, they look no. It was we used the um the lift that was for the goods, not for people. The loading the lift. lift. Yeah, the loading lift. The that loading one. dock. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sarah, what what happened in the end? Did anyone catch you? Don't you don't you have um, cameras in the lifts? No, there was that. no cameras in that. That was that was um, lucky. Um, we did get caught out eventually. Yeah, and then what? Yeah. Happened? Um, well, he got shipped off to a different store, and I continue working there. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, but we were still seeing each other afterwards for a while. I don't know. What's the lesson here, Because Just go for it. Is that? I mean, he got shipped off to another job, so he's happy to be shipped off to another. Not anymore. They've stopped now, haven't they, Sarah? Isn't he, home. isn't he pressing the emergency stop button with someone else now? Um, maybe, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But I am. If I am now, so it doesn't matter. Great, You're... Sarah. You happy? Yeah, How many happy. people are going through this goods lift? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. lots, lots of people use it. <laughs> uh, because I'm not sure where You're I... all out of questions. This has really ruffled your feathers, hasn't it? No, it's got it's you just... all hot under the collar. No, I just, to be honest, I don't know what a, what a metaphor is and what a... Is it really a good lift? 
I think it is the good sleep. Oh, okay. You know the I one around the back? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. This, this is Carrie and Tommy. Driving you home for your Tuesday afternoon. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. It is hard to believe it has been 10 years since this iconic moment. And I say to the Leader of the Opposition, I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. I will not. And the Government will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. Not now, not ever. The Leader of the Opposition says that people who hold sexist views and who are misogynists are not appropriate for high office. Well, I hope the Leader of the Opposition has got a piece of paper and he is writing out his resignation. Because if he wants to know what misogyny looks like in modern Australia, he doesn't need a motion in the House of Representatives. He needs a mirror. How are those pricks stamping on her line? I know. It needs a mirror. <laughs> yeah, let her, I'm getting to ironic, it. Ironically, let her say it. I love that it's so iconic that you even knew the words. You yeah, were yeah. saying it along. Yes. You are an ally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you may have seen the speech at the time. You may have now seen it on TikTok. It has it had a second life online. Uh, and we're going to speak to the woman who made that iconic speech next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Driving you home for your Tuesday afternoon. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. It is hard to believe it's been 10 years since Julia Gillard's famous misogyny Mm. speech. Many women remember where they were the moment it happened. I remember um, being in the newsroom and just thinking, yes, yes, yes. I felt like she spoke on behalf of women everywhere. Uh, And 10 years on, I can't believe it's been 10 years, she joins us now. Julia Gillard, welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Can you believe it's been 10 years? What a 10 years. <laughs> yeah, I know. What a 10 years. Before we were so focused on this number, I would get caught short. You know, I would have young women come up to me and say things like, oh, I was 13 when you gave the misogyny speech. And I'd be looking at them saying, wow. shouldn't you still be in your school uniform? <laughs> like, how come you're just wandering around by yourself? And then I'd realise, oh, no, actually, they're in their early 20s. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just young women women that come up to you, Julia, um, I understand that men come up to you as well and tell you how fabulous they think you are and all the amazing stuff you've done. Do you remember a very drunk man wandering the streets of London, possibly coming up to you, telling you Mm. how amazing you were? (laughs) What, just one? (laughs) Well, one one in particular that's sitting opposite me, who I think you won't even know you had an interaction Mm. with, but he told all of us how he bailed you up on the streets of London. Do you remember Tommy doing that to you a few months ago? Ah, now I think this was somewhere in Soho, wasn't it? Oh, oh my JG, God, she you, remembers. You bang on the money. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. And, you know, I, I forget what I was doing, but I was trying to get somewhere. I was Quickly. crossing a light. Just, just <laughs> I, was, I was crossing a light near the uh, Leicester Square station and I was trying to make sure I got across the light and uh, we had our conversation and I was still trying to get across the light. That's right, isn't it? I think you told me um, I've got other stuff to do. <laughs> no, you didn't. You were so lovely. Do you remember what you said to Julia? What did you say to her? Oh, I... I congratu- you were drunk, yeah? I was quite drunk, yeah. yes. Um, yeah. I congratulated you on um, getting so much legislation through a hostile uh, situation when you were in government and said, I've got nieces and thank you for being such a great role model. 
My recollection is you were stone cold sober and you were just the most insightful person I'd ever met. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, JG, when you were making this speech, did you have any idea that 10 years later we would still be talking about it? No, no idea. Uh, You know, I wouldn't have necessarily thought we'd be talking about it uh, 10 hours later, let alone 10 years later. I had no idea that it would go around the world or that we'd be talking about it now or that it would have inspired, you know, stage shows and music and choirs and And TikTok. TikTok And TikTok, Jules. (laughs) Yes. Well, if I'd I'd, thought about TikTok, then I would have been well ahead of my time. I most assuredly (laughs) wasn't. (laughs) Is there any, in the same um, vein of questioning, this speech has stuck with us um, for for great reason. It was a, a, a fantastic moment and it's obviously still as relevant today, sadly, as it's ever been. But were there other moments from your tenure that you wish we still talked about that you thought deserved perhaps more attention? Fortunately, we do talk about some of the big reforms still. I mean, I do get approached by a lot of people around the misogyny speech, but I also get approached by a lot of people around the National Disability Insurance Scheme and they want to tell me how it's changed their life or the life of a family member. I get approached by a lot of people around the Royal Commission into child sexual abuse and the way in which people interacted with that and thought that they were heard and believed for the first time. Uh, So, yes, for me, it's a little bit more layered than just all about the misogyny speech, which I'm grateful for. We did just before we got you on, we uh, replayed some of the misogyny speech and I, it was more apparent than ever when I've heard it before um, that as you were saying lines, even though it was very clear you were getting to them, people were yelling out what the lines were going to be. Um, was that frustrating at the time? I know doing stand-up comedy, if someone tries to yell out the end of my joke, <laughs> it shits me to tears. And particularly when what you were talking about, most of the voices that were yelling out were men. Um, was that frustrating? No, actually, it was the other way round. I mean, people were yelling out good lines and I was picking them up and weaving them into the stage. (laughs) Uh, Particularly that mirror line was yelled by a few people behind me and I'm like, oh, that's really good. Okay, here goes. Um, (laughs) How funny. So was that not originally planned for the speech, the mirror line? Oh, the speech wasn't planned. um, None of that was planned. No, it was all happening in real time in the moment. So I'd got ready for question time and I thought question time would be about sexism. So I got my staff to give me Tony Abbott's most sexist quotes. So I had those written down. Uh, But when I got into the parliament, instead of question time, Tony Abbott leapt up and moved a motion. And the speech that is the misogyny speech is my speech in reply. So I just did it off handwritten notes that I jotted down as he was speaking. And then I wove in the sexist quotes that I'd taken in for question time. And then some of the good ideas that were being thrown over my shoulder from the back bench. It's fascinating, Julia. I I love it even more knowing that. The book is called Not Now, Not Ever. It's available in all good bookstores. It's always a pleasure. I promise not to bail you up in the street anymore. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. This this is Carrie and Tommy. For Tuesday afternoon, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Coming up after five o'clock, we're going to let you know how you can win a trip to paradise thanks to Tassal Salmon. 
Yeah, dog. You got that paper ready? Yeah, dog. Gary, Tommy, do that quiz from the newspaper. newspaper. We do the questions first and we get them answers later. Afterwards. Most exciting radio quiz of all time. Carry big more time and little. Put your hands up because it's quiz time. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Question yeah. number one. Uh, which member of the Beatles declared in 1966, we're more popular than Jesus now? Isn't this a famous misquote? Well, isn't didn't uh, so is the so answer, think, none of them, no one ever said it. No, I think it's Lennon, and I, I think he said we're bigger than Jesus, but, but he just said it in reaction to the crowd they were receiving at the airport. He didn't, and then it just got ran away with, and the church was suddenly like saying how, um, what's that word when you blaspheme, blasphemous? Is it Jesus. similar to when Meghan Markle said that someone once compared her to Nelson Mandela? <laughs> Did she say that? <laughs> Did she say that? She was like Nelson Mandela. <laughs> That's great. That's... Uh, so we're going with Lennon. <laughs> Lennon. Uh, well, who, who is it going to be? They don't let Ringo speak. so. No, I reckon gonna... Lennon feels right. Okay. Question yeah. number two. What are Brazilian wandering spiders also known as? <laughs> Cheaters. Um, <laughs> Brazilian wandering spiders. I'm just spiders. picturing this waxed spider yeah, cruising I, I around. I am too, like, looking hey. so hot. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> just wandering around. Yeah. Yeah. Left the fam at home, the little mini spiders, as he yeah. goes off and a, to... And a little spider comes out from behind the grass and goes, Dad, what are you doing? And Dad goes, I don't know that kid. <laughs> Brazilian? And wandering spiders. Um, what is it? What, what would be another question? word? Like a man? E- what are those man? What are they? What are they called? Man eaters? No. Oh, a bird spider. I don't oh, know yeah, about like a bird spider. It's bird eating spider. Bird eating yes, spider. Is it not yeah. man eating? It's not eating men. It's eating bird. Well, some of the birds might be men. Let's go with bird eating. All right. Question number three: Which item belonging to then Prince Charles and Princess Diana sold for? Eighteen hundred and fifty pounds at auction. Oh, I feel like there would have been that's not hundreds lot, of no, items. It must have been a shit thing. Yes. <laughs> a, like a, a teaspoon or something. Yeah. Belong to the wedding Wedding yes. cake. Yes. But that, oh. That's great. But that's yes. not enough, is it? I feel like I remember that in yeah. the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, yeah, thought, they I would have thought it in their, people in their lined freezer. up for days. Why are they only paying that much for wedding cake? What days? Do, it's, not a, it's not a body. I'm sure if you had to buy a piece of the body, you'd pay more than that. Anyway, let's go with wedding We're cake. On on Eli. Question number four. The 1984 commercial for the Apple Macintosh computer was directed by which sci-fi great? George Lucas. Oh. Great. Oh. Do you know that or are you just guessing? Nah, it's about a, of the era. Mm-hmm. I think he, um, he made uh, his American Graffiti, a film he never wanted to make, only so they would think he was a good director and fund Star Wars, and that's about the time the first Star Wars came out. Is that right? Yeah. He didn't want oh. to make American Graffiti, but he thought, if I just have one box office hit, they will then fund this bonkers, quite eccentric um, sci-fi series that I have in my head that starts at episode four. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound crazy, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, know about a Death Star. Okay, <laughs> tell me more. Question number five. U.S. park ranger Roy Sullivan is recognised by Guinness World Records for which electrifying feat? Ooh. Is it park something ranger. like... I was going to say um, like spending time rate. in a tree or something. You know what I mean? You know those yeah. dudes who live in the tree? Or would he um, be going across like the... What's the um, Grand Canyon or something? Like, what, what, like tight stealing... right, tight 
walk right Is electrifying a clue? What's happened? Why are you laughing at me? (laughs) Electrifying, doesn't it mean like, wow, not actually is in electric? And I was thinking tightrope walking across the Grand Canyon, you'd go, wow. Yeah. I just, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Is it stealing picnic baskets from bears? (laughs) Hey, boo boo. (laughs) Yogi. Yogi, that's bad. You shut up, boo boo. (laughs) Get out of my face, boo boo. (laughs) Have you told people that we're lovers yet, boo boo? No, I haven't, Yogi. That's our secret. (laughs) (laughs) What's not to love about this segment? Um, (laughs) I don't think they'll understand, Yogi. Well, you, you want to go sit in a tree? standing the most electric vaults while staying alive. Okay. Okay. Uh, to the answers, question number one was, uh, which member of the Beatles declared they are more popular than Jesus? It is John Lennon. Well right. done, everybody. Uh, what are Brazilian wandering spiders also known as? Banana Tranquil. spiders. Oh. oh. I didn't know it. There was you go, Yogi, I wouldn't mind the banana spider. <laughs> Banana hammock spider. <laughs> and question number three. Which item belonging to then Prince Charles and Princess Diana sold for 1,850 pounds at auction? It is a slice of wedding cake. Good on you, Eli. Uh, the 1984 commercial for the Apple Mac computer was directed by Ridley Scott. Oh. <laughs> I've never there's seen nothing so much better. confidence. There's nothing better than giving heaps of extra information for yeah. an answer you're wrong for. <laughs> Uh, for a pass mark, a U- U.S. park ranger, Roy Sullivan, is recognised by Guinness World Records for which electrifying feat being struck seven times by lightning. Ooh. God, that's a lot. On purpose or by accident? I assume he was going Why? for a record. Why would he do it on purpose? <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. That's where you're at for your Tuesday afternoon, a trip to paradise coming up very soon, guys. Yes, and um, Bickers, you won't believe, I've often been accused of not focusing on the big stories on this radio show, and I am breaking big news very soon. Yeah. That's my job. What I'm about to do now, I don't even understand why I'm doing this. The team, like three members of the team individually sent me this story and said, you should bring this. This is funny. And I don't know what's funny about it, guys, but they want me to share with you that Kris Jenner has spent more than $700 on weed gummies. And that's what How the story much? is. 700 bucks. It's to ease her hip and leg pain. How much bickers? Because obviously this is your forte. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how much are gummies? Well, here's the interesting thing. They bought just... three sleep and party bags uh, mm-hmm. worth a total of 732 because she mm-hmm. can't sleep because of the pain. So apparently these uh, gummies help yeah. her sleep and get rid of the pain. So Which three is, bags you... worth 732. She was very worried that she was going to get arrested um, somewhere if she was caught with it. Which Chloe sort of said, "Don't, don't worry. I'll, I'll, I've been to jail before. I'll, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it if you get scared." When yeah. did she go to jail? Ages. Did she? Yeah, like maybe. You need to come on the mic. I reckon um, like 15 years ago. For what? Uh, she had a DUI or something. Oh. oh. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to get the sleep. The problem with the sleep and party bag, as you know, because is sometimes you accidentally take the party gummies when you want to sleep. And then <laughs> and it's an vice versa. Disaster. And it makes oh a party. And absolutely. <laughs> We've had that many team dinners where you are on the nod at the table. 
What's so funny about this is as I bring this story, I look across on our Zoom and uh, our boss is just don't. vaping, vaping don't. on the <laughs> Zoom. So I don't know why you guys think it's funny for me to bring the weed gummies story, but I reckon yeah, but we need to all have a little look in the mirror. <laughs> I think we can all agree that a vape and a bucket bong are very different things. Well, you do you and I'll do me. <laughs> Carrie Vickmore and Tommy Little. This, this is Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy, for your Tuesday afternoon, we're headed to the beautiful blue waters of Tassie and you can join us all thanks to, to, to Sal, Tassie Salmon. It's salmon o'clock, yeah, it's fish study. Carrie and Tommy are headed to beautiful Tasmania. <laughs> Turn up the burner, let's celebrate. <laughs> We're in Tasmania and the salmon on our plate. Ready, ready, steady. Cause it's salmon time. Carrie and Tommy's ready, steady. Switch it for salmon tonight with Chasal Tazzy Salmon. Protein packed and loaded with a delicious burst of omega 3 in every bite. Chasal, it's Tasmanian for salmon. And I don't know about you, Bickers, but I've been practicing my cooking nonstop for our little cook off down in Tassie. The dish I'm making, I've made for my family so many times, I don't need to practice. Well, the dish I'm making was given to me by an ex girlfriend, so there's a certain level of bitterness that can only be attained <laughs> through such an experience. <laughs> Who do you want to join us? Taylor, you want to come to Tassie with us? Hello, yes, I would love to come to Tassie. Taylor, this is a great prize. It's worth 6000 bucks. Who's going to win in the cook-off between Tommy and I? Oh, I have to say, Carrie, we're always better cooks, aren't we? <laughs> I don't know. I think he's got the whole, no, oh, he made something on his side kind of thing, Taylor. So on the day, if you're down there, you better not get charmed by him, okay? Yeah, you better succumb to the fear of Carrie and yeah. vote for her. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, Taylor, we're going to play you a salmon singing a song. If you can guess what oh, it is, we only, need, we only need the name of the song. But if you can guess what it is, you are coming with us. You ready? Okay, I think so. I'm terrible at these games. I don't know why I signed up for this. Well, sucked in. You're here now, Taylor. <laughs> All right, have a listen, Taylor. I'm building my own foundation. Yeah, Taylor. Oh, break my soul, break my soul. Yeah, there you go. Taylor, you're coming to Tassie. You get a, better get packing because we're going soon. Oh, my God. Holy crap. Is that hubby in the background? It's my next-door neighbour. She's come over and said, day off. my husband's at work, and he said, you better win this. And I was like, I don't think this. <laughs> well, Taylor, unlike other quiz shows, we have to take your second answer. So luckily that was the correct one. Oh <laughs> See you down there, Taylor. Oh, my gosh. Holy crap. Thank you so much. If you want to come, you can register at carryandtommy.com.au. Switch it for salmon tonight with Tassal Tassie Salmon. Protein packed and loaded with a delicious burst of omega-3 in every bite. Tassal, it's Tasmanian for salmon. Follow Carrie Bigmore and Tommy Little on socials at Carrie Tommy Show. Now that the podcast's over, Carrie and Tommy are definitely thinking about a quick and nutritious dinner. Like Tassal Salmon, switch it for salmon tonight and get a true taste of Tasmania with a healthy boost of omega-3. 